Hi, I'm Mario Guerra, and today this is Talking Downy with Mario and Eric. In today's podcast, uh, we have a breaking story that's happening in the city of Downey that we thought it was pretty important to share. We're blessed to have on Talking Downey with Mario and Eric, obviously my co-host is Eric Pierce, the editor of the Downey Patriot, who has broken a big story today about something that's going to impact the residents of Downey for a long time. And the, the topic is about firing our city manager, Gilbert Levis. We also have with us our former mayor, Alex Saab, um, who worked with Gilbert Levis in so many different councils and continues to work for the city of Downey in helping making our community great. So I wanted to turn it over to Eric Pierce. Eric, thank you for breaking that story. It's pretty important because it's one of the most important positions in the city. Some could say even more important than the mayor that both Mr. Saab and I had shared. So you want to tell us about the story that you broke with the Downey Patriot and some of the background behind it. Yeah, so I reported this morning that a majority of the city council is ready to fire Downey City Manager Gilbert Levis. Uh, the reasons are not quite clear, uh, but according to my sources, it is uh, Council Member Sean Ashton, Mario Trujillo, and Catherine Alvarez that are ready to, to fire him. Uh, all it takes now is scheduling a special meeting uh, where they would make it official. Uh, according to people who I've spoken to, uh, Mayor Claudia Fermetta and uh, Councilwoman, I'm sorry, Mayor Cortan Blanco Pacheco uh, are opposed to to dismissing Gilbert Levis. They would prefer to keep him. Uh, but as of right now, it seems uh, like they're getting ready to, to let him go. Um, the mood at City Hall right now is very uh, is very down, is very kind of depressing sure. because you know Gilbert Levis is very popular at City Hall. He's been he's been city manager for ten years yeah. and he was he was brought on earlier than that. Uh, so he's been he's been in Downey for, for quite a while and uh, Eric, I'll tell you, this is so disappointing. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt you on there, but this is so disappointing, and that's one of the reasons that we're having this show, this episode. Uh, Gilbert Levis has served uh, honorably and ethically our community for many years. You know, we've had two city managers for 32 years. We had Jerry Caden for 22 and Gilbert for about 10. I was mayor when we first hired Gilbert Levis as economic development director, and then we made him city manager. I was one of the votes to make him the city manager. And to hear this, to hear somebody like, you know, I don't want to slap him around, but you know what? Sean Ashton hasn't done anything for seven years. And now he, this is his last year and he's going to come out and want to fire somebody on an urgency basis when we know he hasn't done anything wrong. I mean, come on, listen, when, when Sean Ashton, I've heard the rumor when he was fired from LA Unified as a teacher, you know, and he kind of took a year off and we didn't see him at City Hall for about a year. And now his last year, uh, because his wife is running for council, and that's the other rumor. It's like, come on, this doesn't make sense. Like, you know, they need if they want to transition, it's always the council's right. But to do it this way, to put city hall in jeopardy, who's going to want to come into city hall and to be the next city manager when a council on a whim can get rid of a good city manager that quickly? Who's going to come in next? You know, assistant city manager John Osquey's got his own baggage or a little bit of baggage on there that people on there, and he's only got a year left. So is that something we really want to do? This is a big deal in our community, and people may not realize that, and that's why we're doing one of these shows. And, and I wanted to make sure that, you know, Alex, you were quoted in his story 
Uh, and it's, it's important place. to have you here. You have a great reputation in our community, uh, you know, serving our city. And we'd like to get your thoughts on this. Sure. Thank you. Thank you, Mario and Eric, for uh, for inviting me today. It's exciting to be your first guest, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, Eric, I think it's important to give a little bit of background for those viewers and listeners on, on why the city manager, why this is such an important story and how it can affect our city. I think uh, one of the things that has made, so Downey is, is an independent city. Uh, we're a city that uh, we don't contract out services to LA County, uh, very few services. Uh, so having said that, I think that's what's made our city so special over the years is we're independent. Uh, we have our own police, fire, school district, and it's, it's run uh, by the city manager. Uh, in essence, it's like a business. They have 800 employees, $260 million budget, and there has to be a leader at the top, right? And uh, it's like a CEO of a company, it's a city manager in this case. And Gilbert Levis has been the, the uh, it's gonna be 10 years now in January since he became city, ma city manager. And uh, one of the things about that position historically and, and what has always been in most cities, uh, cities that do things right, is that position is not politicized. Uh, that person stays away from the fray, that a person doesn't get involved in elections, uh, that person uh, is a government employee uh, that, uh, that has been educated and trained in how to run city governments. Uh, so in our particular case, we've been fortunate, as Mario said, in 32 years, we've only had two city managers. And, and that says a lot about our city. That says, basically, uh, that uh, we're a stable community. Um, being a stable community, I mean, it, the word, you have to understand what that means. That means more than just the fact that, you know, we don't have a volatile uh, uh, city council. What that means is um, it trickles down to, you know, property values, uh, city employees, turnover rate, uh, businesses want to invest in your community. Nobody wants to live, work, or uh, invest in a community that is constantly in the news because of scandals or you know yo-yoing up and down. So we've been fortunate, and we have been a very, very stable community throughout the years. And and arguably, I think Mario would probably agree is we've because we've had two strong city managers throughout these years, which we may not have agreed on, right, Mario? Absolutely. But one one of those You're things right. that 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 maybe he did push back on the council, which yep. is pr exactly the right thing to do. Exactly. So if you're not getting your way all the time right. on there, that says a lot for the city manager. Sure. And you need three votes. Absolutely. So that's why this is so stunning because yes, it is. It, they probably have the legal right to do it. They definitely don't have the moral right. Or this is just so unprofessional. It sends a big message. It puts us as a laughing stock of the communities uh, that have had those issues. You get a new sure. council every two years. Um, in what you're going to get a new city manager. Sure. So listen, and that's another problem, Mario. Mm -hmm. as I think you alluded to also is that once you start destabilizing your your mm -hmm. municipality, well, you're not going to attract those seasoned employees, uh, seasoned people that that have the experience because nobody wants to work for a city that's volatile. Nobody right. wants to work right. at Good a city point. hall where the city council may let you go on a whim. For no cause. Obviously, we're not. You know, we're not in the council. We don't have all the information. This is all. Uh, there's some some speculation to a certain extent here, as we were talking about. But but what we do know as as former mayors is we can we can share our experiences uh, we've had with Gilbert Levis and and I know myself. You know, we've always had it's very formal. We, we, you know, we're not we're not friends. You know, we're not you know my buddy. But he's a very professional, uh, honest. Uh, ethical person uh, that I can say um, in all my years and and 
and every elected official that I've I've known, uh, except the city council, city council, that I, you know I don't talk to mo many of them, but uh, every elected official in the last you know, you know ten years that I've uh, spoken to that has worked with Gilbert has said the same thing. He's exceptional. He's an exceptional leader, and uh, and so that's why I think this is such an urgent issue. Uh, while we brought it, why you guys brought it up, he, and I think he's well the, respected in the region by other well municipalities, and other cities, and other elected officials. Mario Knotts, when you were both on the city council, was there ever a time when the city council considered a change in city manager? I'm trying to figure out if this is new or if this is not my time. No, not in my time. We gave him the city council, and I can't tell you things on there that discussed because it was in close session and with its personnel related but I can tell you this in all the years I personally and every one of the council members that I can speak for we all gave him really good reviews he was also there were certain things that we wanted him to work on sure uh, we had a discussion with him. I was appointed to represent the council along with former mayor Gaffin many times and we would go talk to him and these are the things that we wanted and to, they would get and they would, they get, would done. get they would get done that's the following year at the review oh, done. He, it was like okay how did he progress on these done. things so yeah. he grew yeah. he was already ready there um and i remember when we first hired him you know that was a year of transition when we had jerry caden and gilbert was the assistant city manager we already hired him because we didn't want to lose him to other cities sure. So during the transition, we told them he's going to be the city manager. We made that publicly. So there was a year transition. It was great stability for our city. All the department heads knew what was going on. All our businesses in our community knew that. So that's the way it should be. Gilbert has earned the right to retire from the city of Downey whenever he wants. But okay, if the council wants to, this isn't urgent. He hasn't done anything unethical, illegal. And it's almost insulting to the residents. A week before Christmas. The, a week before <laughs> Christmas that they wouldn't even consider this, number one. Number two, talk to him. There needs to be a grown-up in the room. Talk to him, and yes, maybe you want to go in a different change of direction. Give it a process. Do it over the next year. You know, the department heads depend on that. Our community depends on that. This would be so bad for us. There's so, nobody that could fill in that should be able to fill in when you have a good city manager. Well, you, well, you lose the yeah. institutional knowledge. Absolutely. You use uh, Absolutely. Uh, employees, department heads that uh, he has hired because, yeah. you know, as uh, I don't know if you read it earlier, but you know, the city council's role really is just to hire three individuals. Yeah. Right. The city manager, which is the most important decision right. a council can make, I think of, of any of any decision it makes the city attorney uh, and also the city clerk, but the city manager is the CEO. You know, he or she runs everything. So, uh, so it, it's such an important decision, and and it, for him to, uh, you know, I, I haven't heard of any just cause or reason it behind seems it. Arbitrary, it, it seems arbitrary it, it does now, Alex Marl, so people I've spoken to today and over the weekend at City Hall express concern that if they do let go if the city council does let go of Gilbert Levis it could lead to departures of oh, other sure. department heads do you yeah. see that happening? oh there'll be a mass exodus because as I said earlier uh, well first of all those people were hired by Gilbert um, which he's done a great job we, we've had very stable obviously our police and fire we have public works uh, we have uh, um, a parks and rec uh, finance these are all people that he handpicked 
um, through his many, many years of experience, people that, that are, you know, not new on the job. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, of course, I'm, I can only imagine why would they want to stay. So once again, you have, you know, these uh, uh, institutional, you know, uh, knowledge of, of the institution. And then from there, it'll, it'll start trickling down. And then what happens is who do you, who are you going to find? The city of Bell uh, recently uh, let go of it. Obviously, you know, to bring up Bell in this, you know, we, Odd conversation to have, but but they uh, they re- they had to let go of their most recent city manager, who whom I heard was pretty good, and and uh, and they I've talked to some over there, and they've said it is so difficult right now to find someone, and that's a perfect example because yeah. not only are they a small city, which is another challenge in itself, but who's going to want to go work over there when they've had, uh, you know, unfortunately they've had all these scandals in the past. A person you know is not going to uh, unless you find someone that's you know that just wants to you know start padding their resume. Yeah, but we don't want that. We're we're a, we're a mature community. We've been around for a long time. You know, we have almost a three hundred million, no, two hundred sixty million dollar budget. You know, we we don't. That's not what we want. When the day comes, uh, there should be like as Mario said, an orderly transition where you know the current city manager would would train or uh, have somebody mm-hmm. you know in, in the right. batter's box, and it would be an orderly transition. That's what the mature organization would do. Right. I mean, unless there's an emergent, you know, something right. emergent. Right. did something. Sure. Yeah. That happened. Well, I remember you guys let go of the city attorney, right? Uh, and that had to happen. Or it had to happen. I have not, nor can I imagine that there's anything uh, that you know that city manager has done that would require this kind of you know. Well, really you know, you know, Alex. It's when you're talking about the different department heads. We have some very mature department mm-hmm. heads. We have that have been there for a long time that have stayed past their retirement. Number one is they're good at their job, they're great at their at what they're doing, and number three, they enjoy working with Levis. Let me give you a great example, okay? Anil Gandhi, mm-hmm. our finance director, okay? He's like three or four years past retirement, okay? He enjoys what he does. He is great at finding dollars and saving dollars and the institutional knowledge on there. I love him from our city, and there whether he'd say, I'm not speaking for him, I don't know him as a friend, I just know him as a a very competent finance director and you know there's a reason why the downtimes you know we've had large reserves in the city of Downey we've been able to weather the storms that's because you have management that knows how to plan it has been planning along with the city council you got to have a conservative or moderate city council that wants to put money not spend all the money right now and our rule used to be listen we'll do it sometimes on one-time projects but we didn't want to spend reserves on ongoing expenses because then you might why you know why uh, but that is the bigger bigger yeah. issue what department heads are you going to get you're going to leave listen you know we have you know five unions in the city of downey people don't realize that you know from the public safety to uh internal and they're you know how's that going to continue to happen and, and how are you going to negotiate with them and work on i don't know this is a big can of worm it didn't need to happen it doesn't need to happen this way and i'm saddened for our city yeah. this is a big big deal don't do it this way. I beg them not to do it this way. And and let's get a grown up in a room. Let's talk about this. And I, I should point out that I did reach out to to the city council for for a comment, and I haven't heard back. Uh, so so they do have an opportunity to please share their opinions and give us their insight on what they want to do. Sure, and the public should sorry, the public should should have uh, yeah. if this is happens, uh, it, it, which I hope it doesn't. You know, it, it, it should and, mu- and must, in my opinion, go to a public vote. And I really hope that the residents 
uh, get informed about this. So, so you think the public should vote on whether? No, I didn't say you know, vote. I said the public should have an opportunity to be heard. Got it. Yes, if you me, put this so. on the agenda, I want to go there yeah. and talk to them and tell them the public should be able to say, "Wait a second, why are you doing this?" Mm -hmm. And you know what? The one thing too, and I would have done this being on the council. I did do this when when several opportunities that I had to. You know what? Tell me the reasons why. Mm -hmm. If I'm Sean Ashton, Sean, why are you doing this? Give us the reasons why you're doing this. Tell us so the citizens could understand. Mm -hmm. And the reasons aren't going to be very good because there's no reason to fire Gilbert Levis on an urgency basis. Mm -hmm. You have the complete right and authority to transition. Okay, He's earned the right. Our community has earned the right to do this the right way. Shame on them if they do it this way. And that's eight, the one part I'm eight, talking about. Eight years. I just left the council last December. Eight yeah. years of solid, solid yeah. reviews, solid reputation, feedback. Every council member. Yeah. And we've, some of us, we haven't agreed with each other. Of some of us uh, have, you know, have, have done more than others. Uh, <laughs> but I could tell you all of them uh, have had nothing but positive things about our city manager. Uh, because we know what what it, you know what goes on there at City Hall, and and staff too. I mean, I think that staff, uh, as Eric said, uh, you know, I also spoke to somebody this morning, um, just on, on another issue, and and, and they said that they were down, and it, mm -hmm. and it did sad. I mean, that shows the leader that he is at City Hall. That you know, people at all levels there are, are, are saddened and concerned. But um, I can't but believe coming so, to this, by the way. I can't believe we're well, even discussing well, this. you know, I can't believe it, but we've been talking about it for, right. for years. We've said right. there's, you know, they're circling the wagons around the city of Denver. Right. Unfortunately, the cities, um, you know, uh, around, not necessarily all of them around, right. but some cities around us have been embroiled in, in, in scandal after scandal after scandal. Uh, but we've been able to hold the line. We've had very strong council members that uh, that have been doing the things for the right reasons, you, that are righteous, that are doing the right things for the right reasons, and together coupled with a, strong, a good staff, strong staff, strong city manager, you know, we've been doing well. And the, city's, the city residents, the residents appreciate it, and they see it. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, this past year, you know, we've just seen a whole other turn after, you know, Rick and I left. It just seemed like, you know, there was a whole different shift in, Alex, in, in the sense what a great lesson to our residents to keep vigilant, to make sure they look at who they vote for to make sure elections do have the consequences. This was one election, and it was just barely turned. There was a little gate open there in the walls around the city, if you will, and bad stuff started happening. Uh, so I think that's something that we are, no matter who you vote for, this isn't political left, right, or whatever. This is just looking at the people that we're voting for in the future to make sure. So if there's a lesson here, make sure we're vigilant on that. Next yeah. year we'll have an election. Uh, hopefully there'll be a recall election in January to be put on the ballot. But you also have a regular election next November. And, and make sure we're vigilant on who we yeah. vote for. But this is so bad. At all levels so of government, too. I mean, how many times have we said, you know, we, you, know yeah. you have the local, you have the county, you have the state. And then you have the federal and obviously the presidential. But I can tell you what probably affects all of us the most is your local election. Your local yeah. election is what really affects your your neighbors, your you know, your trash, your streets being cleaned, your water being delivered. That's what affects you. You know, president, left, right, Republican, Democrat, at the end of the day, our lives are gonna go on. But our local elected officials, yeah. that's what's gonna affect. That's what's going to affect your neighbors. That's going to affect you, and that's what we need to be. You know, apathy really takes down uh, democracies, yeah, and, and unfortunately, we're seeing that. And, and, and you know, I feel like residents have 
they, they put their trust in their elected representatives. They put their trust in the city council to make decisions based on the right reasons, not for anything else, not for personal gain, not for, for whatever else it is. They, they trust the city council members to make the right decisions on behalf of them and behalf of the downing committee. Absolutely, it's a representative government, and, and right. that's what we, we expect that from our elected officials. Unfortunately, it seems like, I mean, I'm not just talking about downing, it just seems like it's just yeah. happening more and more. They keep letting us down, they keep having ulterior yeah. motives, they keep telling us one thing and another. And we're, you know, I'm not here to say that I was perfect, nor Mario was perfect. I mean, sure, we all make mistakes. Um, I, I, we did the best we could, but it seems like it just more and more the, these uh, elected officials, and like I said, not limited to Downey, other areas as well. They're they're just not fulfilling what they said they were going to do. And Eric, you know what makes a big difference on there? You, mm -hmm. the local media. Absolutely. Okay, because I think that's one thing that's made Downey special, having the Patriot here for the last mm -hmm. twenty years, because you've been the watchdog and you've been elected the watchdog mm -hmm. by the people mm -hmm. just by by readership and subscribing and reading and so forth. So we appreciate that the fact that you got this story, the fact that you're getting it out there. Hopefully, um, there there'll be a discussion before they go forward and do this. But that's what makes it a little bit different, having a local press. Some of the other local cities yeah. that got in trouble did not have that representation. So uh, It's a check and balance. It is. It's a check it and balance. We saw that in Bell. They didn't have a newspaper. We saw in Southgate at one time. Yeah. They didn't have a, a local newspaper. So that's why it's so important. Yeah. And we do appreciate uh, you know, our local paper, the Downey yeah. Patriot. Well, we're going to continue covering the story and, and any developments that may happen. Uh, the, the rumor is that a vote could happen later on this week. Uh, but we're going to keep an eye on it and see what happens. Boy, well, let me tell you, if it's if if why have a special meeting? Why not have it at the regular council meeting? Mm -hmm. You know, and, and and having said that, you know now why why here why now in December? Why why not just wait until January? Let things cool off a little bit. I mean, nothing's you know is there anything that we can change in December? And tomorrow night we're all going to be there for the mayor's transition. Right. So tomorrow will be Mayor Claudia Fermena will be. Um, saying goodbye as mayor and, and Mayor Pro Tem uh, Blanca Pacheco will be installed as the new mayor. Was this something that was that urgent? Uh, there, it, again, it just doesn't make sense, the timing of it. And, the, and, and to do all this ruckus when you have a celebratory mood that could have been or should have been in our community. If they do this this week on their, you know, shameful, just mm -hmm. shameful uh, to them. And, you know, I encourage them to, to reconsider, to look at it, do it the right way. Go talk to him. I don't know who was appointed by the council to go meet after the review with Gilbert Levis. Uh, but two representatives on there go to Mr. Levis, have the discussion, and then... Uh, and say, hey, we want to see these changes, and you give him an opportunity to do yeah. so, if that's ha the case. Has the damage been done already? Can you go back? Because he, at, at this point... Well, I think Gilbert Levis is a professional. He's a professional, yeah. he's a classy person, yeah. and, uh, and, and he knows what... He has the residents' best interests at heart, mm -hmm. and so I, I think having spent you know many times travel with Cable Levis in Sacramento several times, uh, he's, he's, with him he's a, a professional times. person, yeah, yeah. and and I know that I'm sure he can he can move forward. But I get what you're saying. I mean, would would I be hurt? Would We're I be human. upset? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But well, he's a professional, and it's been a tough year. You have five or six gadflies that go to the oh, council meetings for the last another. year, you know, and they call him names, and they they call the council member names, and they do all this stuff. So and again, who's going to want to come into that? Yeah. Who's going to want to fill those yeah. shoes as a city manager? Yeah. Uh, on top of on top of this, go to one meeting and see if right. you'd want to really right. sit up there. Right. And you know the 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 sad or good, 
part of that is that there's 111,000 residents in the city of Downey that maybe haven't noticed all the shenanigans of five people, of five people. on the gadflies that cuss and, and do terrible things at the council meeting, call them names. I mean, some of the names they call our ladies, yeah. uh, you know, Claudia Fermenta and Block, just obscene, obscene. And, and I think four out of the five council members have dis, disowned mm -hmm. them from that perspective. But shame on our city. But yeah, this is so important. Um, I think, right, I totally agree. Gilbert is a professional. He's been called names up there uh, for, for, you know, a year and a half and actually uh, before. We've worked with him. I can tell you that we didn't agree on things. I have complete confidence that he can continue on yeah. because he is a professional. Mm -hmm. And bottom line, the people and the residents, you know, he's got other family living here in the city. So he's always going to have that best interest yeah. of that. I've known his family a long time. Didn't know him when we hired him, but I've got to know them. So yeah, yeah this is terrible. Alex, we want to thank you for being our thank guest. You. Our very first guest. Thank you. Down. Thank you. It's my honor. <laughs> we wish it was, a, it was a happier topic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what? Any, anytime you want to talk about Downey, I'm, I'm there. I well, appreciate it. You guys well, are doing a great job. Thank you. We'll be having you on again. We'll be having you thank on. You. So, so folks, again, thank you to my co-host, Eric Pierce, editor of the Downey Patriot. He's wearing a different hat tonight. In uh, talking about big story in our city, very important. We're going to try to get this podcast out right away because we think it's that important for our citizens to hear. Uh, Mayor Saab, thank you. We're, thank you. we're dear thank friends you, on their class act. Uh, you know, his wife serves our city uh, as school board member, Gigi Saab Perez. Uh, Gigi Perez Saab, sorry <laughs> about that. Uh, and, you know, he's raising his family in the city where you can pick any place else on there. So this is the kind of families and the people we want. So thank you for being thank here. You. And for all of us, uh, stay vigilant. Uh, we're going to put the information right here at the bottom on there. You know, reach out to us. Let us know what you think. Feel free to contact Eric or myself on there if you have any thoughts on this. But uh, please stay vigilant. Please stay safe. Uh, Merry Christmas to everyone on there. And uh, I hope our city continues to move forward. So thank you so much.